0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 410 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible.
0: Our sponsors this week are Horselovers.com and Dr. Rose's Remedies. Well, coming up on this week's show, we have a list for you that Helena found that should be a lot of fun. <laughs> and then we also have our auditor, Denise Raymond, coming on the show. And she has a very unique listener of the week story, probably a one-of-a-kind. I don't know of any others. And then uh, we have an auditor coming on the show, Claire, who's going to review the Devonair Ladies Madrid breeches in thehorselovers.com. Attack and Habit segment for the day. All on today's show.
1: Welcome to the Stable School With
2: weekly shows delivered right to you
0: With Helena and Glenn the Geek Live from the Stable It's every week
2: Bring the news through hail, high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your Cause it's time again for stable school, stable school, stable school, stable school.
0: Well, welcome everybody to the show. We're so glad that you stopped by and joined us today. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for you. Helena, how are things? Are you getting any riding in up there in New England?
1: I am just a little bit. My life is very busy, so I hop on my horse as a means for some therapy. So we're not pushing the limits at all. We're just taking some nice, leisurely, relaxing hacks around town.
0: Cool. And is is your daughter riding with you, or is she too busy being a teenager now?
1: She's actually she is getting some riding in, but she's also a uh, part of an IEA program that does some practicing throughout the summer. So she's riding up at Nora Harris Equestrian this summer and and helping out with their horse camp.
0: Cool. Well then she gets to play horsey a lot.
1: She does. She does. And she's been hopping on Brody Bearback actually quite a bit. That's her new favorite thing to do, riding bareback.
0: Well, if you learn to ride on bareback, you can you're gonna be a half decent rider later on. <laughs> so
1: she comes in with, you know, she has these shorts on, and then she she comes in from riding, and her her tush is just covered in dirt, and then she sits down on the couch. Ah,
0: <laughs> uh, now you have a child with horse dirt. Oh,
1: boy, yeah. I wasn't, you know, be careful what you uh, wish. Yeah, for. I was going to oh. say that
0: was you years ago. Now it's her. Yep, <laughs> getting revenge. Yep. <laughs> Well, we've been, uh, this is our winter down here in Florida, so we don't do a whole lot. Uh, Jennifer tries, we occasionally try and get a ride and drive in early, early in the morning. Be done by about 8 o'clock when it hits 96 and with 100% humidity. And of course, we're at that time of year when it rains every day. So the horses roll every day and get Mm, mm, disgusting. That's a lot of currying you guys have to do. But you know what? It's not so bad with sand. We don't have mud, which sandy soil, yes. right? Yes, it
1: comes off much easier. Oh, it just gets sunlight. in your eyes, yeah. And it gets the in mud sticks eyes, too. to your body, but the sand gets in your eyes. It's
0: just like up there when they have the fly mass on and they roll and they can't see a thing because of the mud. Well, the <laughs> sand cakes caked in there, they can't see a thing either. So, yeah, we have to take their fly masks off during our daily thunderstorms, which happen about four o'clock every day. We probably had three inches of rain an hour last night. And Mar- oh, just our best to everybody in West Virginia. They're just getting hammered right now with rain. And like 30 people have died and just all kinds of problems down there. So our best to any of our listeners down there in West Virginia.
1: Gotta yeah. Be oh, those poor people. There's always something. Fires <laughs> in California, floods in West Virginia.
0: Texas got hammered this year with floods. I mean, just all over the place. <clears throat> Well, we, uh, we are going to get the show started here. We Normally, at this time, we have a segment, a regular segment we do for you, but it's the fifth week of the month for us. So we don't usually have anything planned the fifth week of the month. And I said to Helena, go find something. And you did.
1: I did. <laughs> it's a list. And, um, you know, we, I have this horse lover's anecdote book. I don't know. It's a tiny little six-inch tall red hardbound book. And it's got all these, these interesting horse facts in it. And it it inspired me to go look for funny laws about horses. Like, what are the laws about horses? And there's some really old, funky ones on the books. So I found a couple that I thought would be kind of funny. For example, uh, this this one's in Wyoming. No female shall ride a horse while attired in a bathing suit within the boundaries of Riverton unless she's escorted by at least two officers of the law, or she's armed with a club.
0: Boy, that wouldn't work on your beach up there, would it? No. no.
1: I think that's awesome. You can't ride in a bikini unless you've got two policemen with you or you're armed. Or a club. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty good. Another one of course, is... Of um,
0: you know, what? with the bikini, where are you going to put your arms? Um, just saying.
1: Oh, well, you know, if you follow the old
0: Where's that switchblade going to go?
1: <laughs> military days. You know, we got we got stuff. We got stuff. You're Saddle need a pack of some yeah. sort, yes. A telescoping club. You can put it in your sandwich case if you're a fox hunter. Some of them some of these are just funny. In Montana is it's a misworded ordinance and it reads no horse shall be allowed in public without its owner wearing a halter. <laughs>
0: sometimes that would be better actually
1: I'd like to put a halter <laughs> yes, on a few people I know there's some horse <laughs>
0: people we'd like to halter
1: with a shank <laughs> yes exactly
0: and a nice change. now this shank. is just
1: a plain old simple law that I like and I think I, I'm, I hope it's still active today and I'm pretty sure it is actually it's from Ohio no male shall make remarks to or concerning or cough or whistle at or do any other act to attract the attention of any woman riding a horse? <laughs> Does that include our trainer? Have been a serious problem, I
0: guess.
1: <laughs> I was like, "Does that include our trainers? Because oh, yeah. that would be a problem." <laughs> <laughs> I get coughed at a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that they put cough in there. Ah, <laughs> uh, got it. Yes, now I see.
1: Yeah, I don't know, cough. Well, because I guess they try to spook the horse, or
0: I can see a whistle at. I mean. Women have that problem walking through a city, you know, so I can see. I can, You can definitely see where this one came from.
1: Yeah, or make a remark. Okay, 1899, Vintage Law from Waverly, Kentucky. Any person who shall ride a horse in a public place while wearing any device or thing attached to the head, hair, headgear, or hat... Which device or thing is capable of lacerating the flesh of any other person (laughs) with whom it may come in contact and which it is not sufficiently guarded against the possibility of so doing shall be adjudged. A disorderly person. What
0: the hell were they wearing on their heads? <laughs> I don't know, but I love the way that's spikes, worded. Like helmets with spikes sticking out the sides.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to get my Charles <laughs> Owen, my blue velvet Charles <laughs> Owen, and put some some spikes so, on it, and then I'll be a disorderly
0: person. Attach some knives to it, so coming out the side. You know, what I th- can think of is Ben Hur with the chariots with the little knives on the wheels. That's all I can think. Of, but, but
1: seriously, what would you have on your head in 1899? They would have a device. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. It has to be something like that. Sharp.
0: I mean, right? Did they keep that put attach pistols to their hats? I don't
1: know. Oh, maybe a hat pin. Maybe a lady with a hat and a hat pin.
0: <laughs> That's a bizarre. You, you do want to know the the orientation of why that happened, don't you? Yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Uh let's see. This is a good one. In 1907, Cumberland County, Tennessee, it's a statute that reads: Speed while on horseback on county roads will be limited to three miles an hour, unless the rider sees a bailiff who does not appear to have had a drink in thirty days. Then the horseman <laughs> will be permitted to make what he can. <laughs> I
0: now, guess by drink, the, drunk drink bailiffs could, were popular back then. <laughs>
1: drink could mean water. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily a bar (laughs) drink. I could picture it's the old Western where the sheriff's just totally drunk.
1: Uh, let's see. Oh, um, in Basalt, Nevada, you're prohibited from eating onions between the hours of 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. while riding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, does that include Funyuns? Because I really like Funyuns. (laughs) No blooming onions for them.
1: <laughs> blooming onions in Nevada. And then this is probably the worst one of all. This one really bums me out. Ice cream lovers in Cotton Valley, Louisiana. You're not allowed to eat an ice cream cone while on horseback in public places.
0: Oh, you ride to the ice cream place at your house.
1: I know. I do.
0: Well, you'd have to sit there and eat it.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wouldn't be allowed to ride. Uh. Well, no, it says you're well on horseback, so I could just be sitting there in the saddle eating my ice cream cone and get arrested.
0: I wonder what the theory behind that. What did they have people wrecking because they were eating ice cream while riding on their horses? Well, who
1: cares if you wreck on your own horse? You're not a public
0: threat. <laughs> I mean, geez, we had a guest on this morning from Norco, California, and she was. Uh, she's actually a bronc. She's she's been trying bronc riding. Female trying bronc riding. Okay. And uh, I asked her. I said, Are you over twenty one? Yeah. And she said, Yeah. I said, Well, have you ridden your horse to the bar like they do in Norco? Everybody rides the bar, hitches their horse up, goes right. in and gets drunk, and then lets the horse take them home. And she said, Of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> designated driver that's right I, I there have been quite a few of those and and that I've heard of for not firsthand second hand. okay, here's the last one, and this one's just gonna make you scratch your head. Buds Creek, Maryland, has an antique law on the books which prohibits horses from sleeping in a bathtub <laughs> unless the rider is also sleeping with the horse.
0: <laughs> what size bathtubs did they have back then?
1: I don't know, but I want That's one a big bathtub. But I tell you, that would be a lot easier way to give my horse a bath. Yeah, and yeah, what yeah. Well, my
0: horse the, the scooter's not getting in no bathtub with water in it. No way. <laughs> you know, if we didn't have an enclosure around our pool, we've, would've, we would we would have already tried to get scooter in the pool.
1: Really? <laughs> yes.
0: I don't think it would have gone well.
1: Not even a pond. You can't even get him like to walk into a well, pond. Well, you know,
0: he likes water a lot, but uh, I don't know that he'd go into the pool.
1: He, he does like water. I mean, he likes, his little, he likes yeah. his little streams. and Yeah,
0: his... but I'm not sure he'd go into a pool. <laughs> That's a whole different thing than a yeah. stream or a pond. He wishes he'd have a pond. He'd be in there every day, splashing and carrying on and rolling, and he'd smell like a swamp rat. <laughs> swamp rat. <laughs> he would, he would smell. smell like a swamp rat every day. Well, we, uh, we're we going to get to our first guest here. Denise Raymond is joining us. She's our listener of the week. She's an auditor, but uh, she also has another distinction that uh, is kind of unique, and I don't know that anybody else has that we'll talk about today. And also, we want to mention Horselovers.com. Head on over to Horselovers right now. They have some terrific closeouts going on right now over at Horselovers. They have some country boots from Ovation on sale for seventy two dollars. They have bridles on sale for sixty percent off and all kinds of things over there right now. They also still have the horse radio network coupon code. Just put HRN. Actually, if you go to Horse Lovers right now, uh, Go there right now, Helena. You're going to see in the upper right-hand corner, they have a place that says hear about us on the radio or print and a little microphone, and you click on that, and you can enter your coupon code up there, and then it will show the discounts as you shop. See, that's how much we love our listeners. We made it super easy for them to save money. Of HorseLovers.com. I mean, it's that simple. You just go in there and you put in your coupon code HRN, you get 10% off your next order. They have so much stuff. I mean, they probably have more stuff than any online tax shop out there. But one of the things you want to take a look at is how easy it is to find everything. The drop down menus at the top are very uh, very thoughtfully laid out. And, and you know, that's hard. Helena and I both have worked in retail and laying out the menus, there's whole committee meetings on that. Yeah. on what should be in what categories and how it should be laid out. But theirs is probably the easiest I've seen. And they also have their flash sale of the day. Like right now, I'm going into the flash sale, and they have uh, brushes, they have saddle pads uh, in the flash sale, and those only last for one day. So you have to check them every day. They also have what's called a deal of a day, and that's where they have closeouts of the Ovation stuff up to 70% off. Ovation, another one of our terrific sponsors. They have some end of the spring closeouts too of horse products up to 75% off. So uh, you, you definitely want to keep an eye on it on a regular basis. Horselovers.com. It is the year of the listener. And now, our Stable Scoop listener of the week. Well, hi, Denise. Welcome to the Stable Scoop Show. Hi, how are you today? Good. It's so good to have you on. Now, we have to tell a story about Denise before we tell the rest of the story about Denise. <laughs> uh, Denise is one of our longtime listeners. How long have you been listening?
2: Um, probably since about, I want to say 2012.
0: Yeah, it's been three or four years, right? Uh, and, yeah, yes. Yeah, and you started with, uh, did you start with Horses in the Morning or Stable Scoop? What would you start with?
2: I, it must have been Horses in the Morning. The way I heard about the show actually was, um, I'd gotten on Twitter and I started following Templeton Thompson. And so one day she posted that she was going to be on Horses in the Morning, and that was my fir- the first time I'd ever heard of Horses in the Morning. And I listened to it, and then I just started listening after that, and have pretty much listened
0: every almost every day since. And then you listen to, I know you listen to some of the other shows, too. We appreciate that. But what, what did listening to Horses in the Morning encourage you to do that you're probably unique in this way?
2: Well, about the time I started listening, you and Jennifer at that time were still in Kentucky, but you were talking about moving to Ocala and so i kind of followed your whole move listened to all your stories about the time you know packing up and moving and the trials of getting everything moved to ocala and at the same time i was finding myself inspired by your by your story and thinking you know if they could do that they could just pack up they didn't know anybody in ocala really well you did i guess you had a little bit of family but um but they could pack up and move to ocala like that so could we maybe and so I just sort of threw it out there. I never dreamed that my other half would go for the idea. And I said, you know, Ocala sure sounds like an interesting place. You know, it's full of all these horse people. And they're, it sounds like people that are more my kind of horse people. Mm. I said, would, would you, do you have any interest in, in a relocation? And he said, you know what, I wouldn't mind a change of scenery. Oh, my so gosh. <laughs> it, it was just, I mean, it was just kind of, I just threw it out there just to see what he would say. It wasn't really even like I thought he would consider it, really. And so he um, he's also an eBay seller, and he sold a Hoosier cabinet to a lady who lives in Ocala and has an antique store. So he made arrangements to deliver this Hoosier cabinet to her, and um, and so I came down for the ride. we We came down, and it was the same weekend they have one of those big horsey yard sales that they have here every oh, so yeah. often yep. and and of course that was that was another big selling point and um and as we were driving around Ocala i just all i could say was i want to live here i want to live here and so we started the search but but we were really inspired by mainly i don't think we pro- we probably would not have moved to ocala had we not heard Glenn and Jennifer's story of moving to Ocala.
0: See, so that's what makes her unique. She actually followed us. You know, when they talk about stalkers, Denise is the biggest one right there.
1: Well, Glenn, just put that ego to bed for a minute there. You know, and she was coming to Ocala, not Glenn's
0: house. <laughs> Although I think we did get together soon after you came to Ocala, actually. Um, yes,
1: we did. I, we did. I like, Denise, that you said you're kind of horse people. There are different kinds of horse people. And then there's a strata of, of us horsey folks. And we kind of seek each other out. You you know You know what I mean? There's this very specific oh, kind of horse oh, person you want to hang with.
2: I found that I was real, where I'm from, it was kind of limited. There was one small group of horse people that were trail riders, which is what I really like to do. And if you, you were kind of limited, you had to be friends with that group and ride at the pace they wanted to ride at and do what they wanted to do, or you didn't ride. And here the options are just endless. You can just post on Facebook on one of their Facebook pages, one of the Ocala trail rider groups. And say, hey, I feel like a slow ride tomorrow. Anybody in? And you'll probably get 10 responses.
0: And I, I'm telling you, Denise rides, it, it, is a serious trail rider, and there's tons of that around here. Uh, you ride more than anybody I know. Every day, you're posting from a different spot around here <laughs> that you're riding. You you ride a lot. She made the
1: most of her moves. Yes,
0: yeah, she did.
2: <laughs> That's why I moved here. It's like I didn't move here not to not to really get myself into the horse community.
0: So... And you've tried so many different things. One thing I like about Denise, she's ridden with Jennifer a lot, too. They go riding together a lot. But um, one of the things I really like is that you'll try anything. You've tried, you've tried uh, cows and all different kinds of stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm like the master of none. But, um, but I'm happy to try. I've gone to working equitation clinics. I've been to police obstacle training. This is all in the past two years that I've lived in Ocala. It's just been incredible. All the different things that I've been able to—I've gone to a couple of Pirelli clinics at the, over at their place. It's—it's it's just there's something going on all the time, and I even though I'm not that great at any of it, it's just fun to show up and be involved.
0: <laughs> and how many uh, how many critters do you have?
2: Uh, seven horses, a pony, and a donkey, and we <laughs> moved seven with us from South Carolina. So oh I've um. My. I've acquired two since we moved.
1: (laughs) Seven horses, a pony, and a donkey. Now, who's the who's the? Do you have any naughty members of your herd? And if so, who's the naughtiest?
2: Uh, Let's see. That would probably be the pony that comes in uh, up on the porch and in the house. Of
0: course, it is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> they love it. It's always a pony. Always pony. I, I was like, I know it's not gonna be the donkey because donkeys like to have a job to do. They're all serious about their job, you know. But the pony comes up into the house. Uh yes, he does. <laughs> he and what, sneaks up on the porch and he looks in the
2: window at me and I always ignore him. So <laughs> then he'll start gradually coming into the house. We leave our back door open a lot when the weather's nice, and he just sneaks into the house you know and he'll he doesn't get very far usually and if Bill's home he doesn't even get onto the porch but he knows if, if I'm home alone then I let him get away with stuff like coming in the house so <laughs> um he is the worst although my big Appaloosa came in the house one day Patootie came in the house one day and that was interesting
1: I love that you have an appy named Patootie, So we're just gonna we're gonna put that in a little box with a bow on it. Okay, that's a gift to me. Thank you very much. And so it's perfect, is not it? She also
0: has one of the most spotted apps you've ever seen, uh, Helena
1: Patootie. So gosh, you, you know what? Horse Radio Network is the perfect place for you, Denise. Absolutely. So I mean, what? Why I would let my pony kind of saunter in the house. I think I would would you know well, he's little he's I mean he's not a big big he's like about the size of a
2: Shetland he's to me he's not that big he and he doesn't really he just kind of noses around as he comes in here and the dogs growl at him and then it fills home he comes and yells at him and he just turns around and saunters back out again
0: I got to tell you something else, too, about this couple is, Bill, I admire him so much because I like to ride bike and Bill liked to ride bike, too. But when you moved here, he was not a serious bike rider, kind of out of shape, right?
2: That's right. He was more a motorcycle guy than he was a, uh, a bike rider.
0: And that has changed a lot since he moved to Florida.
2: Yes, it has. He was also a smoker at that time and he, in January of the year we moved, he quit smoking and he'd gotten into bike riding just before that and realized that the smoking actually was prohibitive to his bike riding because he was doing distance rides and things. So he quit smoking completely and he's been doing, he goes off and does these hundred mile century bike rides all the time. And I think he's insane, but um, he's really enjoying them.
0: (laughs) And he's lost a lot of weight. He looks great.
2: Yes, he has. Yes, he has. um, And he looks a lot better. I can say, you know, bike riding is really, you know, it it does a lot for you as far as, you know, physical condition.
0: Didn't he do the ride? Here's a ride that Helena would like. Didn't he do the ride down through the Keys on the 7 Mile Bridge and all that?
1: Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. He did he um he actually hooked up there's
2: a guy that runs a group that down there about every three months he goes down there and he posts on Facebook that he's going and he 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 takes a group, anybody who wants to ride along and they they start in the top of the keys and they go they it takes them they start that day, they spend a the night about halfway down and then go all the way down to Key West the next day. And so of course they go over the big bridge and they do all that. <laughs> And then, and then they ride the bikes back or some of them shuttle back. I guess it just depends on their, how, how you know, drunk they, they got in
0: Key West. Is that what it depends <laughs> on? <laughs> well, that's um, the part we
2: don't get. They, they generally go and spend one night in Key West and come back. And, of course, you know, we, we enjoy Key West a lot. So one night's not nearly enough for us.
0: You go a lot so to Key West. I'm always seeing pictures of you with drinks in your hand at Key West, actually. <laughs> so.
2: Yes, yeah, that's, that's our getaway when we get away from the horses. So, you know, if you're going to vacation without horses, that's really the best place to go.
0: Mm. Well, wow. You, I'm so glad that you guys did the move. By the way, we, you, you said you followed us during our move. We moved here almost five years ago. So you've been listening to the shows for a long time. Just, yeah, uh...
2: because what happened was after that, then we started, we were trying to shop for a place to live. And, you know, we actually bought our house sight unseen, because we were that desperate to get here, and we were tired of riding back and forth, looking at places.
0: (laughs) I think you had Jennifer drive by it. She did a drive-by or something, if I remember right.
2: Yeah, I met a few people on Facebook, and I had them go by, and one was even nice enough to come and take some pictures for us, but we just decided we were going to... We'd looked at a lot of things, and in the price range, we like, we were in the lower end price range. So the things we were looking at were selling really fast. Like, you know, we'd look at them, fall in love, and they'd be gone the next day. So the next one we saw that was even remotely a possibility, I, well, Bill had also said at that point, he said, you know, I'm tired of looking. If the next place isn't, you know, doesn't work out, we've just, I'm giving up on this idea. So I knew I had to make a move. You know, it it had to be the next place or nothing. And so um, and so, yeah, we put the deal together and just did the whole thing pretty much over the phone and, you know, sending emails and that kind of thing.
0: Well, we're glad you're here, and Jennifer is certainly enjoying riding with you. I know she she gets to go out occasionally, and and I know that she enjoys doing that. So we we appreciate that, and we also Denise, uh, starting today actually, has taken on a new responsibility here with the Horse Radio Network. She's our newest virtual assistant, and she's going to be helping us book guests for some of our regular shows. That's been a job that Jennifer and I have been doing all these years, and now with all the shows we have, it's just getting too hard to do everything. So welcome. aboard
2: thank you I'm really excited I really am I think this is going to be a great I it's so hard to get a job that is horse related and this is like a really good fit for me
0: (laughs) well if you want to be a guest on our show just write to Denise now don't email me anymore just send it to (laughs) send it to guest at horseradionetwork.com and Denise will handle it she'll take care of it
1: and if you hear Uh, from Denise be nice to her
0: that's right
1: Yes. And say yes, Denise. Of course, of course, I'll be a guest <laughs> on the stable scoop show. <laughs> the sooner the better. There mm-hmm. you
0: go. Well, thanks, Denise. We appreciate that. And uh, we're so glad you're here. But now it's time for your rapid fire questions. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. boy. That, that means Helena needs to pay attention. That's right. Okay. Wake up. Hey, I'm up.
1: <laughs> Just not paying attention. Okay. Here mm-hmm. we go. What's your favorite food, Denise? Sushi. Oh, come over to my house. We have sushi all the time. Yes, I'm,
2: I'm a sushi girl. Got to live close to the sushi bar. Tell
0: everybody how often you eat out.
2: Oh. Several times
0: a week. Sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's an understatement. Every There's this, uh in on Facebook, there's a place called Ocala Word of Mouth, which is where you can post about your restaurant experiences. And I see Denise on there almost every day posting. So <laughs> she doesn't awesome. cook. Nobody cooks in that house. Good so. for you,
1: Denise. She is living her life happily. I
2: love Mom. this. You know what, Bill always wants to eat out and so I'm assuming he just hates my
1: cooking. So but you know, if that seems <laughs> to work okay. <laughs> hey, why not? Exactly. Makes your life easier. And you get a delicious yes, that, meal. That, that, that
2: is true. And leftovers. Always. And leftovers. So if we so were then, to
0: ask Bill the next question, what is your least favorite food? He would say Denise's. So and that would be the answer, right? <laughs>
2: I don't know. He probably would say (laughs) sushi
1: because he hates sushi as much as I love it. (laughs) Interesting. So then what's your least favorite food?
2: Well, I grew up in the South, but I still just absolutely cannot eat
1: okra. Oh, me too. That is the, the slimiest, most disgusting stuff there is. You know, I met a woman in Antigua a few weeks ago, and she was telling me about a Caribbean recipe that it's, it's, it's an okra recipe, but they boil it. They boil it, until, it gets, until all that slimy stuff rises to the top of the boiling water, and then they throw in cornmeal. Then the, they drain some of the slime off, and they throw in cornmeal. And you end up, and then they, they deep fry it, which, you know, but you end up eating like these little okra balls, but without the slime and they're, it's in cornmeal. It sounded so good. You know, of course, then they put all these beautiful Caribbean f- herbs and spices in it. And I was like, I that was
0: the cover up the taste of the okra. I, know. I was like, that's <laughs> the first time I've
1: ever actually wanted to eat okra.
0: Anything that has slime that gets boiled out of it is something you have to wonder why you're eating in the first place. It's
1: just a plant.
2: Yeah. I never understood okra exactly, but it's a big thing in the South. It's just you know the only place I, I, I can
0: just, eat it is in uh, is in some of the Cajun cooking. They put they put they chopped up the okra and put it in, but then it's so covered up by seasoning you can't tell what it
1: yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Gumbo has okra I, sometimes.
2: I can tell. I, I just I can always detect that little bit of sliminess. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay, so no
1: okra, no okra at our parties, Glenn.
2: Mm-mm. No, 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 Oprah, absolutely not.
1: Okay. What is your biggest equestrian pet peeve?
2: I, I know this is a weird one, but I it drives me crazy when I'm watching things, horse shows like that. Um, like, shouldn't I shouldn't call them out maybe, but like that show Heartland, and they jump off the horse. They either throw the reins to the ground, and they just take off running, and the horse is left standing there like the horses are always sta- going to stand there like that. Or they quickly tie the horse by the bridle to the nearest tree and take off. Yeah. <laughs> And that just makes me crazy. I go, don't do that to the horse. Don't tie the horse by the bridle to the tree. (laughs) It just makes me crazy.
1: Or even in the barn. They go to the barn, and they'll just tie the horse up by the bridle. It just, oh, it just makes me crazy when I see that. I know. All it takes is one bloody mouth, and you're, you're, you know, you're all set with that. I know. When I
2: see him do that, I'm like, who does that?
1: (laughs) Okay. So do you have a favorite professional or celebrity equestrian?
2: You know, I don't really have any favorite professional or celebrity ones. Um, I mean, my favorite as far as I, I, I really am a big fan of a trainer who I she I think she works as a Pirelli trainer, but her name is Carol Coppinger. And I guess if I had to say anybody was a favorite, she would be a favorite for me. But i don 't really follow anybody that much,
1: what do you like about her?
2: She just is a really um, she conveys the message in a way that is under that's well understood. I went to a clinic with her many 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 years ago before she got to be much of a big deal, and I had a horse that wouldn't load, and she stayed there at the clinic after it was over for three hours to help me load my horse and oh, I think wow. that one my. You know, it won my love ever since, you know, that kind of thing.
1: That's commitment. That's commitment to what she does. I get it. So if you could have a career other than being a star at the Horse Radio Network, what would you like to try? (laughs) You know, if, if I were not into horses, I would probably
2: run like those snorkeling trips down in the Keys, be out on the water all the time. Because that's that would be my second choice, would be to always be out on the water doing something boating related or, or, uh, but the snorkeling would be really a neat thing to, to run those types of trips or something.
1: Oh my gosh. Then you need to listen to the upcoming episode of that Newport show because Real? we talk, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you have to look into a charter yacht and yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're expensive. Right. So start saving your pennies. But they go down to like the Florida Keys and stuff and you can literally just, live on one of these things and you know they have the kinds like they have the catamarans the big cats that you can oh, take yeah. out right and do the snorkeling oh, yeah. trips and but then they have all these other little they call them yachts but they're they're really just big motor boats you know there are these motor yachts and you can just tool around them all day long handing your guests snorkel gear and and crudités and it's a whole there's a whole profession of service professionals who who work on these charter yachts. And they I love would their love jobs.
2: To do that. that would <laughs> be such a great gig, especially if you were doing it more on a private basis and not, you know, where you could do like a more upscale type yacht type, yeah, experience. That would be the way to go. Oh, it and does not get any
1: more upscale than what we talked about this week. And, but oh, that's what that's cool. I said the same thing. If I didn't have horses, I would, I would drag Buck and Grace onto one of these yachts and say, I don't know, you guys need to find a job on this vessel because I'm working here. Sounds like a girl after my own heart. It would be fun. Okay. Um, So then that leads me to another question. If you won a million dollars and you had to spend it in one week's time, what would you do with it? Wow. And so I guess I couldn't buy anything tangible with it then, right? You, You could. You just have to spend it in a week. Ooh.
2: I bet I could find a really nice place here in Ocala and get my money spent in about a week. A house I you mean I like a, a property?
0: property yeah. The patch yes, of stables probably. is for sale. That's only about 19 million right now. So, that's uh, Well,
2: I would need a few million, so I guess yeah. I'm going to have to down my expectations a little.
0: Well, you could put a down payment. Uh, it's it's 700 acres That's 23 buildings and the house is like 12,000 square feet. So, oh. it would we could you could rent out to Jennifer and I you could rent one of the other houses out. <laughs> hmm.
2: Well, something to think about, but something also tells me I probably couldn't even
1: remotely afford the taxes on that Exactly. Thing. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, they'll get you on taxes. Or, well, you don't have to heat it, but you would have to cool it.
0: Yeah, right. right. Can you imagine air so conditioning on 23 ounces? Yeah.
1: And imagine the staff you would need. Yeah.
0: Uh, the mowing. They keep this place immaculately mowed. I mean, all 700 acres is just pristine yeah. So there's
1: maintenance. There's there's a lot of maintenance. I, I okay. think I could operate on a bit smaller scale than that. So Glenn, get well, you know, we, we're all playing the lottery. We should all keep our eyes open for other properties for sale in O'Cala. You would stay in O'Cala, you said? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yes, I I would stay in O'Cala. I I think um although I wouldn't mind having a home in the Keys as well, but I my first priority would be to buy something really
1: nice here, I think. Hmm. I'm with you. All right. I love it here. What is the, uh, describe yourself with just three words.
0: Mm,
2: Resourceful, um, funny, um, smart,
1: (laughs) resourceful, funny, and smart. No wonder you're friends with Jan and Glenn.
0: Why do you think we just brought her on to help out? I know, because she's resourceful, well, funny and funny smart funny and
1: smart. <laughs> that's all you have to put on your resume. Why should we give you this job? Because I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, that's okay. that's pretty basic, but it works. Right. And it's different, you know. Apparently the rules of writing your resume are are changing. So we'll just write our own rules. And there that you means go. three words. Resume that's has all three I want to know. <laughs> three words to describe yourself. Okay, last question and I'm going to make this one specific. If you could ask your donkey one question, what would know. you ask your donkey?
2: Well, we're having trouble doing his feet. So that I guess that would be a good one. I want to know why he hates the farrier so much. And it's, it doesn't seem that it's the fairy, our specific farrier, but anybody who is wearing the... The farrier costume or has the farrier tools in their hands, he wants nothing to do with it and will try to kill you to get away. So, I'm probably asking what that's all about.
1: Wouldn't it be nice to know a like- think- That, oh, that breaks my heart, you know, because you know that there's going to be some kind of answer that's sad, I think, because. I I get
2: the impression that his former owner, who actually really loved him, I believe, but just as a means to an end, they probably every so often, like, kind of roped him and threw him down and just did his feet. Mm. And I believe they loved him. They just probably gave up on on doing anything else, and that's how it got
1: done. Could be, and that just kind of exacerbated the problem.
2: Yeah. Now, he will let me lightly rasp his feet, but if I, when he's had enough, he's had
1: enough. Hmm. Have you done natural horsemanship training with him around it?
2: Uh I have been working on that some. However, I'm just really finding that donkeys are so much different from horses as far as the way they relate to you. It's I'm a little flummoxed by him at times because he just doesn't act like a
1: horse. Yeah. Well, you don't think about that. You think, well, he's an equine or, or of some sort,
0: so the long ears are different. Ask Mary Kitzmiller. She'll tell you.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so. He is highly unimpressed by most everything that I ask him to do. And he's also not food motivated unless he feels like it. So- he's kind of
1: like a cat with hooves. He pretty much is. I would say that's very accurate. Hmm. Yep. Shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But he's a good guy, though. He really is. I bet he is. And I bet he's very happy living with you. We love him. All right. That's a wrap for our rapid fire questions. Thank you, Denise. Okay.
0: Well, thank you. That was fairly painless. See, it was easy. No problem <laughs> at all. We don't bite we too hard. Did...
1: I, know. I know. We only bite each other. Glenn yeah, and I wrestle right. like a couple of wild cats. You know, we're nice to other people. Well, y'all
0: should,
1: y'all should get online and do that a little more. What's what? that? Y'all could, y'all could
2: have one of those little biting matches online, and we can all watch or listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we have kind of quieted down there, Glenn. Yeah, we have
0: actually. Yeah. It's uh, gotten better over the. We're getting older, and uh, you know we get lazy. Uh, it's true. We're just too tired. That's I the, know. that's what it is. Well, thank you so much, Neice. We'll look forward to working with you here.
2: Thank you, and I'll get back to it. And y'all
1: have a wonderful afternoon. All
0: right, thank take care.
2: you.
1: You too. Alrighty, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Dr. Rose's remedies, Skin Treatment salve and Spray are 100% all-natural products. They are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Dr. Rose's are made with all human-grade ingredients and are safe and effective for treatment for all manner of cuts and scrapes on your horse. And Dr. Rose's is the must-have product here at the Horse Radio Network headquarters to keep PT scooters, delicate white pasterns, free from dew poisoning and scratches. Ask for Dr. Rose's at your local tax store or feed supplier, or visit them online at drrosesremedies.com. That's drrosesremedies.com.
1: And now it's time for our Tack and Habits segment sponsored by Horselovers.com. This week's reviewer is Claire Kirsch, and she's reviewing the Devonair Ladies Madrid breeches. Hi, Claire. Welcome to the show. Hi, Helena. So I'm a little bit of a breech fanatic. I could buy them and wear them and buy them and wear them just because I like to buy them and wear them. Um, How much do you love or hate breeches? Well... I wasn't expecting that question. <laughs> um, I mean, some people so I, h- hate to hate them, but they have, you know, obviously we have to wear them and then it's just this constant struggle I, and others are like, "Ugh, I could just, I can wear any breech anytime.
3: Well, so, so most of the time I, I like, I prefer tights over breeches. Um, I live in Georgia right now and so it gets so hot. Um, so I have some lightweight tights that I usually love to ride with ride in, um, in the summer. But I also like breeches if I have to look a little bit nicer for a lesson or something. Um, and uh, these breeches, I was, I was pretty impressed. They are pretty fancy
1: looking. Mm. Now, I can't see in the picture. Are they, do they have the angled pockets? Do they have, do they yeah, have pockets? They, they, they do.
3: They have front pockets. They don't have any in the back, um, but they do have pockets in the front. They're not real big. Um, but they're adequate enough to stick your cell phone in while you're walking around the barn or a couple cookies.
1: Cookies are important.
3: <laughs> yes, cookies they are. are
1: <laughs> cookies, some coins. Of
3: course, cookies, I meant, not not human cookies. <laughs> of course.
1: Well, that's, what's we, the difference? We do that. Yeah, we <laughs> when you're that. hungry, you're hungry, Claire. <laughs> Come on. Don't true. pretend like you don't do it. Come on. So what, tell us about what you liked about. Um, about them they're they're fancy looking, I are think they, they have the euro seat right now, I wasn't too sure about the euro seat these are it? the
0: Devonair Madrid breeches, right yep yeah Great. okay
1: and they they do have the
3: euro seat, which is nice because you don't have any seam at all running down the inside of the leg, which is one thing I liked about them. uh the fabric is really smooth and and stretchy it uh kind of nice it repels dog hair and horse hair and dirt pretty well <laughs> you can just brush them off and they look pretty good
0: that's they, a big uh, deal like
3: it. yes yes it is
2: what they color are, did you get
3: uh, these are charcoal and then they have black contrast stitching and they have some piping down the sides.
1: okay you don't have a gray it's horse not, do you
3: no no i have a, a <laughs> well I have an Appy, and he has a lot of white on him. But I also have a solid, a completely solid chestnut.
1: Okay. So, well, this must be Appy Day. So that's three people on the show today that have Appies. I like this. Um, but I was just thinking because my Appy is more white than chestnut, and so I and I have a pair of navy and I have navy breeches and charcoal. And no matter what time of year it is, if I'm brushing and currying him. Uh, they the little white hairs they just cling to my breeches so i'm always looking for something that's darker because darker is slimming and yes i have that problem but that doesn't look like i don't look like a walking <laughs> horse bed right <laughs> so you're saying that these sort of repel the hair they're not really magnet for the yeah, hair
3: yeah the, the hair seems to to brush off pretty easy now i did not ride my auntie at all when i was trying these out i was i rode um I, wrote, I was riding my other horse, so I don't know if his white hairs would stick, but those, you know, little chestnut hairs sure didn't stick to him that I could see.
0: And now um, these have, what kind of ankles do these have? Do they have the uh, they have the contoured uh, ankles? Are they real tight I, at the yeah, ankles?
3: They're, no, they're like a spandex material. Okay. So they're, they're um, not real tight. They didn't bunch up at all while I was when well, I was riding in them and they fit under tall boots pretty well. It wasn't a, a horrible squeeze to get my
0: boots zipped up. Oh, good. Well, that's, you know, that's important. And, and Helena hates it. That. She hates anything that's uh, yes. bulky or uh, gonna. She, if there's a wrinkle, she doesn't like it.
1: Oh, so. God, no. I'm the princess in the pea, which is why the, the <clears throat> hero seams are, I like that. I, I can feel things on the inside of my knee that most human beings can't. It drives me nuts. So I'm always wondering Although, what uh, kind of seams they have.
3: Yeah. Is the one thing that I did notice is, um, the way that the seam kind of comes down the back of the leg, it sort of curves around. So, you know, you have the seam instead of the inside, it's coming down sort of the back, but near your ankle, it curved closer yes. to the, the middle of my ankle. And that that did rub a little bit while I was riding, mm, but it okay. wasn't that it, it wasn't enough. Where I was like, I'm never going to wear these breeches again. I still really like them. It, it's not that was just kind of my one thought. I was like, oh, I really like these. That's the one thing I would change right, in their design.
0: How about the zipper and, and the snaps and stuff? Sometimes they, you know, the companies go real cheap on the zippers. Uh... You know, it.
3: They seem to be. Put together pretty pretty well. Um, the zipper seems sturdy enough, that, you know there's nothing on these that felt flimsy or cheap. All the stitching is really nice and even. They they really look like high quality breeches. In fact, um, another border at the barn. I was you know showing them to her, and she said, "Oh, those are Air She'd always kind of um, equated that brand to. Tons lower, and entry right. levels reached and right. He was pretty impressed with the way that they looked and, and that they weren't
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's good because they are known for, you yeah. know, they have been known over the years for, for the entry level stuff. Uh, now, yeah. the most importantly, are you married? <laughs> yes. And did your husband comment on them, mainly yeah. from the back?
3: Yeah, they are
1: horse husband approved. Okay, that's what I was looking approved. for. See, she <laughs> listens to the show. She knows.
0: You know, we get now, to the uh, most important question about a pair of breeches right there.
1: You said that. Yes, right yes.
0: <laughs> She took it, though. No, she my, my, my one for <laughs> I
3: I think they run a little small. I ordered a size larger than what I, I usually wear, and they were pretty snug.
0: Okay. Okay. So keep that and, in mind when um, you're ordering.
3: So that's my, my one Warning. also other other comment. Sometimes it just depends on the brand, um how they fit. And these just seem to run a little a little false.
0: Okay, well, keep that in mind when you're ordering. Now, they come in size 24 through 36, uh, beige and brown, black and gray, charcoal and black, and navy and white, so you got your choices of colors as well. You can find them at horselovers.com. They're the Devonair Ladies Madrid, M-A-D-R-I-D, breeches. Just go to horselovers.com and search for Madrid breeches, or we'll put a link in our show notes to them as well. We certainly appreciate you doing this, Claire, and thank you so much for being an auditor and and uh, for being part of the Horse Radio Network that way and helping support uh, helping support all of us, including Helena, all the hosts. You know, I've gotten a couple comments from the hosts this week actually about how much uh, that uh, share they get of the auditors' donations is going up every month. Uh, so uh, th- they all said thank you, Claire.
3: Oh well, uh, they're all they're all welcome.
0: Cool. Well, we appreciate you. <laughs>
3: Well, thank you, and uh, these, are, these are nice breeches. I appreciate them. I'll be wearing them
1: frequently. Claire Enjoy. approved. Claire approved. That's yes. the best part. Yes. Enjoy <laughs> best them. Part.
0: All right. Thanks, Claire. It's so funny because both guests today, after we were done talking to them, said how nervous they were to come on the show. And doesn't that still surprise you that anybody gets nervous to talk to us? Yeah. I know. Don't yeah. they know that nobody listens to this show? It's just us. I mean, nobody's <laughs> listening. It's uh, <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> we try true. and tell them that, but they don't believe it's for some reason. Yeah. Uh, no. But you know what? I do get surprised, though, when people get nervous to come on the show. Because it's like, if you can't do a show with Lean and I, you can't, you're can't. you never going to be on a show. We're as easy as they come. <laughs> I mean, how hard but are we But apparently I'm with? not,
1: because I threw her for a loop Poor I thing. <laughs> I didn't mean you did. to.
0: You did. <laughs> that question just, she had a plan of what she wanted to talk about and uh, you threw her for a little, and I understand that because that happens sometimes when we do the show. It's like, we have a plan. We're going to do this in the show today and then one of us goes off to talking about something completely different. Your, your mind is just not wrapped around it.
1: You know, and it's, we. I take for granted the fact that we can, um, we can just adjust and adapt. Like, w- right. our conversation can go anywhere but then again, we've been going with the conversational flow for nine Nine years. years. <laughs>
0: I forget that. Yeah, we do, actually. We forget that this is their first time. We've been doing this for nine years. Yeah, like
1: but also, too, we both have a little ADD, so the the conversation could be going in one direction, and then suddenly, whoop, somebody goes over there, and we're both like, oh, okay, new direction, let's go.
0: And I think, too, we do the interviews every week, so we try and mix it up a little for our own benefit, too. That's true. Uh, You know, to keep it interesting for us, too. And, you know, it has been this because none of these conversations with the listeners has been the same. That's for sure. They just go off in different directions. And that's what makes them so fun.
1: Getting to know them has really been a great time. There's a consistency in you know, there's an underlying theme and that's what connects us as horse people. So some of their answers are similar because we have this shared passion and and these shared philosophies, but yet they're each person is so very different. It's really
0: cool. I mean, and talk about coming from all different, you know, I've had that question at podcasting conferences before. Tell me about, they call it the avatar, your listeners avatar. Who is your listener? And I said, you know, the only thing I can say about our listeners is they're all horse people. Other, than that putting them in a box you can't we have such We're as we're learning this year we have serious competitors to to denise who likes to go out and trail ride in the woods in florida you know it just is so different they've all been so different fox hunters and and english riders and western riders and we i can't put them in a box no you
1: can't and it's not fair to them No, and it doesn't. It wouldn't. They wouldn't fit in the box, and it's not fair to even try. They're they're just such a diverse group of of people. We come from all walks of life.
0: That's what makes us so fun. I know. Well, now you got a show going on over there, talking to all the rich people in Newport. uh, Apparently, uh, so how much does it cost to rent a yacht for a week in Newport?
1: So, well, we'll put pictures up on our website of. Some of them. One of my favorites is called Gale Winds, and I believe that was a hundred and six foot yacht, Whoa. and that one goes for forty nine thousand dollars a week.
0: Oh well, we'll come up and join you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: we'll split. That it. goes
1: for forty nine. The other one that we went on, this was the Zoom Zoom Zoom. That was a hundred and sixty foot yacht, Whoa. and it comes <laughs> with yeah, it comes with one of these huge uh, inflatable water slides that descends from the top. <gasps> I deck. saw you posted
0: a picture of that.
1: Yeah, it was all I could do not to slide down that thing and into <laughs> Newport Harbor. It has jet skis and kayaks and stand up paddle boards and jacuzzis and it is everything that you would think a luxury yacht could be. And actually this one was owned by a family on the West Coast. They have four kids and um it's, so while it's very luxuriously appointed, it's also designed for a family on vacation on the water. It was really cool. And that one goes for $180,000 for a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My yeah. guess is
0: they're in the tech industry. This Deep family.
1: pockets. <laughs> Deep pockets. But I'll tell you what. These are some of the these are the luxury yachts. There are all kinds of motor yachts that you can charter for the day, the week or a month. And you know, having been immersed in the industry, so the show we went to was a trade show actually for charter yacht professionals. So it's not just the people who lease these yachts, who charter them, it's also The crews, the people who outfit the crews, the people who supply the food, yeah, yeah. chefs and everything. Um, There are options for the average person's budget if you want to charter a motor yacht. Let's say you, you know, you go down to Florida a lot, and a lot of them are based out of Fort Lauderdale, right? So you can because they can hit the
0: intercoastal waterway from there too.
1: Exactly. Um, Or you fly to the Bahamas. You know, you, you take a quick flight over the Bahamas, and then you can cruise for a week around the Caribbean. Um it's it's actually not as far out there as you would think. It's just that the ones we happen to reviewed were at the top tier of
0: the <laughs> Well, you're getting to do some cool stuff with this new gig of yours.
1: It is so much fun. It's the most fun I can have that's not in the saddle. Huh. Honestly. It's good. get to you know dress what?
0: up and look pretty.
1: I do get to dress up and look pretty. Um It's funny because, you know, we were around all these, June has turned out to be boating month. So I think that's going to be what we do going forward is every June, we're going to highlight the boating industry some way. But so, you know, we go to these, we're on, you know, we're on these yachts, we're in this Newport shipyard and you, the, these people speak their own language, just like we do at a barn or a big horse show. And I say to them, I have no idea. I know nothing about boats. I'm a horse person. And the minute you say you're a horse person, everybody stands at attention and they go, "I love horses." <laughs> you know, I don't know anything about them. I was on one once, and that's how I feel about these boats. I know nothing about their boats, but I was on one a couple of times, you know. So it's really kind of fun to be the person who doesn't know anything among all these experts. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, cuz it's
0: so cool cuz it's so new for you now. So you're you're getting the the uh, new eyes looking at it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm inviting everybody out to the farm. I'm like, come over to Little Compton. I got a really nice horse you could ride, you know, and they're like, really? I'd love that. So it's kind of cool to see their eyes light up. You know, they're standing on this 160 foot yacht and they're lighting up because I have a horse who can carry them around the field.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Well, that's that called That Newport Show. You can find it at thatnewportshow.com or just subscribe on iTunes or any of the podcast uh, players that you use. You can, find it, uh, you can find it there. And also, you can find, go over to stablescoop.com and find all of our past episodes or go on to onto our app. Search for Horse Radio Network in the App Store, iOS, or Android, and you can download it there. It's free, it's easy, and it's uh, probably the simplest way to listen to all of our shows.
1: That's it, I think, right? We're wrapping yep, up. that's it. We're done. Okay. We are I'm done. Th- <laughs> I'm out. That was plenty, I think. You know, I can't keep up with you, Glenn. <laughs> I can't. You, Jeffrey, you don't even follow the show notes anymore. <laughs>
0: no my add doesn't allow me. you
1: don't i'm like where do i go i mine's in purple i'm tr- literally people i'm trying to follow the show notes we spend a lot of time laying out these production notes and i try to follow them and glenn goes zoom right by them and i have absolutely no idea say until then
0: happy scooping
1: or where i am here's what you know what i'm gonna make up my own notes this is what i'm gonna say okay to our listeners Thank you so much for following along Stable Scoop for so long. And those of you who are new, we are really happy to have you. I hope that you have fun while you're here with Glenn and I and our guests. We will be back next week with more. Until then, happy scooping.
0: Wow, that was professional.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Blah.